Hello, thank you for joining us again. We wanted to just take a second before we started this week's podcast and say thank you so much for all the love. We take a lot of time out of our week to put these episodes together, the meditations, a lot of hard work and zen goes into all this content. So it just means the world to us when we see it reshared and you all reach out to us, send love our way. So in honor of all that love going back and forth between us, let's take a big deep inhale through the nose. And get into today's episode on the exhale. I've noticed in my life that I set ambitious goals for myself. My whole life I've done it. Since I was in high school, middle school, I set ambitious goals. The goals I give up on are the goals that I gave up on when I was feeling really small or tired and they felt way bigger. When did I set the goals? I only really set these big goals for my life when I'm feeling like really big and empowered and centered and grounded and ambitious. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start this company and do this. And when did I give up that goal? When I was like really low and nothing was working. I had a bunch of bad days in a row and I was like, you know what? I just need to play it safe, focus on something that's a little easier. That was a little too much for me. What I've realized is the best time for me to focus on those goals is when I'm feeling big and ambitious. And when I feel small and tired and lazy or whatever it is, like beat down from the world, I shouldn't be thinking about those big ambitious goals. What I should be doing is focusing on the small stuff that gets me back to feeling grounded and big again. So I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that maybe even a good place to start would be defining like what feeling big and small is. I'm wondering, do you have, when I say feeling big versus small, like what comes up for you? What comes up for me is I say that either you're on top of life or the life is on top of you. Hmm. That's how I feel sometimes, you know, I'm like on the top of life. Like it's like a wave and I'm riding the way I'm surfing it. I'm like, you got speed. I'm like, I'm on top of life. I'm, I'm, you know, everything's just, just moving me and it's, 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 this energy is moving me. And sometimes life is on top of me. Like I fell from the wave. I'm in the water. I'm trying to, you know, not drink salt water. I'm trying to yeah. gasp for air. And I'm, oh, everything's totally. like, yeah, like I'm under the wave. Those things happen to us all the time. I think that we are either surfing and going 100 miles an hour or we just fell in the water and, and we are struggling to get back on the board. First of all, we have to accept the fact that this is how life is. Life is like the ocean and the waves will always come. There's no way you, you're going to be surfing constantly. It's going to be, there will be moments you fall. Mm. Uh, there's moods, there's big challenges. There's this energetic thing that happened in your life it and just, it just drops you. Yes, yeah. it does, ebbs and flows. So knowing that it's wonderful. So, so what I learned to do is to really enjoy my ups and get whatever I can out of it and, mm-hmm. and enjoy life. And then when I'm da- down, and things are kind of pulling me down, to realize that it's temporary, it's going to go away. And the nicest thing is to realize there's a lot of learning in that those those moments. Mm-hmm. There's kind of moments of failures, of, 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 of hardship. Of hardship. There's, there's a lot of learning there. Totally. The Buddhists call it the, uh, the practice gate. You come to practice gate, now boom, you're stuck. Your path is blocked. Mm. You have to meditate next to the gate and figure out how to overcome it. And then the gate opens and you could keep walking mm. on the path. So there is a, I don't look at challenges anymore. It's like a downer. I'm stuck. I'm not good enough. I'm saying, oh, that's difficult. How do I use this difficulty to grow? There's something here that's stopping me. Interesting. Let me look at it. So I look at it more as a beautiful moment to learn something, to come out of a challenge or obstruction. And the more I do that, 
the shorter the uh, obstructions become right. and the faster I get out of the, the down moment. Yeah. But I want to go back to more practical things you're talking about, the being big, being small. Do you feel that when you're big, you're kind of an adult and when you're small, you're kind of a child? Yeah. When I feel like I'm big, I feel like I'm a boomingly sharp adult. Like I can do anything. I'm capable of it all. And when you're small? When I'm small, I feel like I'm a teenager who's in like high school and just got like acne. Mm-hmm. So it maybe even younger, I would say. I would say when you're small, you're probably five, six. Maybe you're in elementary school more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's, high school was challenging and it was full of fears for most people. But uh, usually the age that we feel those challenges is younger age. No matter how old you are, 30, 35, 28, 40, 50, you have you. You have the 30 years old in you that can go back to that five-year-old and ask him what he really needs. Like, what really happened here? Why are you there right now? Are you really not good enough? Are you really, like, ask ask the questions of yourself. The 30-year-old that's now present in the life, asking the five-year-old that just now all of a sudden start driving the car, what's going on? Why, why are you feeling this way? And go to the bottom of it. And when you do that, you're able to be there and give yourself what's missing right now to continue on, to keep going. And I think that this is what it's about. It's about us... Uh, being able to help ourselves out of the funk because the funk is usually kind of a wounded younger piece of us that took over. Well, what I also think is super normal is like when people feel like low or tired or small, and you just even said it too there, you're like help yourself out of the funk. What we tend to think oftentimes I've noticed is like we need to do more in those moments. Like, oh, look, I'm, I'm not in a good place. I'm at the bottom here. The wave is like turning me in circles. I need to get back on the board. Like, do, 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 do. And I've found that that's actually the worst thing for me usually. The best thing for me is to give myself a lot of space. I'm like, why do I feel so low? And I've found that like, it's usually the same sort of things. It's like, I didn't really sleep that well. I haven't been eating very clean. Maybe I'm hungover. Like it's something happened where I am not in a- Something is out of balance. Yeah, something's out of balance. So like the worst thing to do when you're out of balance is to like put more weight and try to hold it. It's like, no- let go of everything. And usually that's when I'm like, dude, you're overworked. You're underslept. You're like malnourished. Like reset. Drop all these like big Come goals. Come back to balance. Come back to balance. So then I focus on these like small things. Go on a walk in nature. It's like the pillars of balance. You know, go spend some time with friends. Like literally go watch a movie. Like that's okay. But like rest. Rest and take care of yourself. Go get some good food. Like don't continue to perpetuate the cycle. Focus on getting back to like that center so you can stand up and feel like that adult version of yourself again. Amazing. That's exactly right. If something came out of balance and you need to evaluate what that is, sometimes you need some space and time to see what, what exactly happened. Usually you know, yeah, of course, you know, this week I overworked. I worked 12-hour days, you know. Mm-hmm. You work for the goal, that big goal you made to yourself, but you completely exhausted yourself in the process. Yeah. And came out of balance. And this is what we do to ourselves a lot. The way to live your life is to have goals, big goals, but also don't forget to stay in balance on your way over there. Because yeah. it's not about winning the goal. It's about the journey to the goal. Right. We've had many conversations about that. And I think it's, it's just so important too, like when you're feeling small and low, you have commitments to people, you have commitments to yourself, you have like big things you want to achieve. And I really see that like when I think about those things in the wrong headspace, they seem massive, like small tasks seem huge. 
And what I've realized and I really urge or I really invite people to do is don't make a decision on that thing. Like don't give up or end it. Instead, wait a few days and think about it again and notice the difference in your relationship to that thing, that commitment to yourself or to someone else, that like task you had to do. Notice the difference between when you thought about it and you felt really small and tired versus your relationship to it when you were rested a few days later and you started to feel big and grounded again. Just notice the difference. Like it's crazy how much more achievable these small tasks feel versus they seem like huge stones that you can never get over when you're not in the right headspace. It's it's very true. You know, it's all about kind of small steps, taking space, taking time. I think when you come to a large challenge, a big monumental challenge, the best thing to do is actually to wait mm-hmm. and take a, and nourish yourself and wait for the solution to emerge and not try to climb on it right away and, and get yourself beat up. Right. And like not be hard on yourself when you slip up a little bit. Like we always say, you need deep patience, deep patience. When you're trying to do big things or achieve goals and like be ambitious, like you need deep patience because like you said, Life is going to be ups and downs, ebbs and flows. The waves come and you ride them and then you crash. So when you have something you want to achieve, know that there's going to be highs and lows. And so when you get to those lows, the goal is not to achieve the task that you had set out for yourself initially, but more to like have deep patience, survive the low, get through it, get back on the wave. And then when you're riding the wave again, it's time to be big and ambitious. Know yourself. Know what gets you back on that board. So because you're so much into meditation and your whole idea is to promote meditation, the meditation is the way to come to awareness. Mm-hmm. If you want to give people a solution here or some sort of idea of what to do, meditating and getting to know yourself and getting to know what's really underneath all these difficulties is a really great way to come to awareness to what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Slowing down, come to balance understand yourself better, understand what's happening around you better, break it down in a more soft and mindful way, meditation is the way to go. And for me, everything you mentioned, when I'm in that kind of like, oh my God, I'm in the the wave and I'm like, it's turning me around in there. Okay, I need to put much more time into meditation, self-reflection, because something went off here and when I'm deep in my meditation, I'm like, okay, here's what's going on. It started four days ago, this happened, that threw you in the loop, and you got all worried, and now you did this too fast, and here, okay, all right, slow down, let's take a deep breath, let's be with all that, is it really life-threatening, is it really that serious, why did you get stuck in that corner, mm-hmm. and slowly I'm coming out of it. And like you said, you've noticed through your years that the ebbs and flows, uh, you come out of the, the downs faster. Yeah, like you come out of those down periods quicker. And I think it's because when you bring that awareness, you're not as stuck. And what do I mean by as stuck is you understand more about why you feel certain ways. It's like there's just more awareness and understanding around it. And so it's easier. You're not as confused. You kind of realize and understand how to also get out of it. You, you saw how, oh, I got in it like this and get out of it like that. I want to leave with some actionable stuff that helps me. Uh, Meditating is a huge, huge uh, help for for getting out of those down periods. It's like one of the hardest things to do is meditate when you feel low. But it's about the practice that you do when you don't feel low that helps you take it there. So having a daily practice. You don't just start meditating when you feel low. It's going to be very hard. Ideally, you have a daily meditation practice. If you've fallen off, look at that. Maybe you fell off and then you started to go through a down period. Oftentimes, I notice myself when I'm going through a down period, wow, I haven't really been meditating that long or like I've been cutting them short or I've been doing every other day. 
So I'm like, let's dedicate a little more. Let's commit a little stronger to the meditation practice. Another thing that really helps me is doing yoga or foam rolling and just moving, like feeling my body, moving it. That stuff has helped me a ton. Drinking a lot of water, hydrating, a lot of tea, that sort of stuff just makes the body feel more alive, more energy. Going to bed earlier, sleeping more, cutting down on screen time, less phone usage, going out in nature, not working as hard when you're tired, going to hang out with friends, socializing, laughing, just doing things that make you feel good, but not like, oh, like a cheat day kind of fast food burger vibe. More like, what are the things that you actually know are going to make you feel good right now, but also tomorrow and the next day? So focusing on those things, having the awareness to know like which of those things really, really benefits you doing them, giving yourself space to come out of that little downturn. And then once you get back on the wave, you can be as ambitious as you want. You want to add anything? No. (laughs) You said it all. Awesome. All right. Well, whether you're listening to this on the surfboard or you're trying to get back on the surfboard, we hope that you have tips to act accordingly in each situation. Yeah, you covered it very well. (laughs) I have nothing to say. Anything anything I'll say will take it away, take away from it. (laughs) Thanks for joining. We'll see you guys next week.